0: going live? Going live. All right. Well, that's right, everybody. It's Thursday, so that means it's time for Brooklyn Paper Radio recording live from the Brooklyn Paper Building in downtown Brooklyn. That's America's downtown. Mm -hmm. I, of course, am Gersh Kuntzman of the New York Daily News, also editor emeritus of these Brooklyn papers. Nice to say that. And I'm joined (laughs) by a handsome man, in the form of Vince DiMaselli. I always yes. say he's handsome. He's the editor of the Brooklyn Paper. Maybe it's just know. that I'm attracted to power. I don't know, Could be but nice. I'm also very comfortable with my sexuality, as you can see. He mm-hmm. is handsome, and I wouldn't be—I would be remiss if I didn't thank our sponsors. You know, Dr. Joseph Lichter, love you, him. You know, love Atlas Daycast, yep. and of course, our new sponsor, Village Care Max. We'll be mm-hmm. hearing a lot from them later, and we got a great show,
1: and in the weeks to come. Vince, I say we have a great show every week, and we this do. week it is actually true. I love it when we have in-studio guests. Well, we've got a couple of them. It just makes it more exciting when they're actually in here and we're interacting with them. Already interacting with us is Katie McKenna on the right, the author of How to Get Run Over by a Truck. Now, How to
0: Get Run Over by a Truck, that's a comedy memoir about, stop me, Vince. Okay. Getting run over by a truck, mm. as she did eight years ago, or six years ago, eight years ago. And also in the studio. And this is a this is like an old homecoming for us. It really is. By the way, Katie, you want to say hi? Hi. There she goes. <laughs> and this, thank you. This um. is also like an old homecoming for us, because we are joined by Adam Goldstein of Red, White, and Bubbly, and longtime listeners of Brooklyn Paper Radio, and fans of the Brooklyn Paper, Yes. know Goldstein's Red, White, and Bubbly as the original sponsor of our podcast, video day. podcast. In fact, I believe they sponsored... My famous $25 million porno film (laughs) inside. It was real estate porn. Real estate porn. Inside the $25 Dumbo apartment. So I thank Adam Goldstein. And he is joined by Andrew Lurie, the red, white, and bubbly sommelier. So Mm. we've got good looks.
1: That's a great shot to
0: have, by it the way. It is. We got good looks in the form of Vince DiMaselli. We yep. got a great comic novel, m- memoir by Katie McKenna. We got a guy memoir. who runs a great store, and then we got great nose. We got a great nose and a great <laughs> tongue over there in the form of Andrew Lurie. And I don't even know how to get started, Vince, but we'll do it the way I always do. Vince, what are you up to? Well, What's you know, what?
1: I, t- I told you what happened to me. I've been awake for the last... Thirty-six to forty-eight hours. I have is this stopped. like
0: your own sleep Yom Kippur? I have, been, is been been s- that is? I have
1: been completely sleep deprived between everything that's been going on. My mother was in the hospital. You heard about that, right? Well, she's got migraines. She gets migraines, and then she pops these pills for the migraines, and then we find out she's taking like ten a day. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Katie, you're yeah, gonna yeah, like, like, like this. ten a day. Know. His so mother,
1: his mother gets these migraines
0: when she says to her husband, "Not tonight, I have a headache." She has a <laughs> headache no, all the <laughs> time. Shit. The, the pills don't I do don't anything. know how you got born I really don't because she has <laughs> so,
1: th- literally every day you talk to this woman eh, I'm not feeling I got a headache I gotta I'll be right. I'll be in I'll be in bed for the next six hours so she's been taking these pills she takes like 10 at a clip apparently and, and then she goes that. to Costco and she <laughs> and she eats the chicken bake or something like that and she starts throwing up all over the place next thing we know she's in the hospital and they're they're going down her throat with the scope one oh, one aside yeah. one quick and now wait, wait. wait. You say I'm a handsome man, right? I always do. So, my I, hope mother, not gonna, I hope I'm not going to pay for that. My mother, as you know, she she's seventy-one. She's going to be seventy-one years old in, in December. She looks like she's you know in her mid forties. She she's seventy-one. She looks like a woman Donald Trump should date. Because He's seventy, <laughs> but she looks forty. Right. So, she goes to the hospital. She's in the emergency room, and about ER. eight people come by and they look at the uh, they look at her her chart and they read the chart and they look at her and then they read the chart and they look at her and, they the chart, and, they at her, and they're like. I'm sorry, are you Mrs. DeMoselli? And they're like, she's like, yeah. And they're like, all right, what year were you born? And she's like, 1946. And they're like, get the freak out of here. So that was the, the big thing when she talked to me on the phone about this. She was so excited that all these people thought she was in her in her 40s and uh, whatever. And then uh, they put her out, they went down, and uh, we'll see what happens. They did but, the scope. But saying. apparently she she has, you know, the, the body of a 40-year-old, but the gut of a 150-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's so. just like Jackson Brown on cocaine. Is all right, listen, we got to get out of these personal stories. I, by the yeah. way, Vince,
0: I'm doing fine. Thanks. Oh, yeah, whatever. Katie McKenna. Is the author of a book called How to Get Run Over by a Truck. Now, you, Kate, you have to understand. I work at the New York Daily News. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: I understand. I got you. Thank you. I'm ready.
0: Millions of page views. Time. I get books all the time. People yeah. are calling me, hey, why don't you write up my book? They they fall on my desk like this every day. <laughs> books. I'm sick of books. This one lands on my desk and it's a publisher, it's it's published by Inkshares. It's not the biggest publishing no, company in the world. No, They're new. They're new. Both it's of my like book, penguin. That's both. a penguin offshoot. No, it's not a penguin offshoot. No. Both of my books are Start published at. by a Random House. You, oh, you're welcome. Pardon me. But anyway, Ink shares it, and I say, "How to get run over by a book? It's got a, car, a <laughs> by picture book. a book.
2: My book would <laughs> be not really a story. It'd Be like, ah, <laughs> oh, run- you fell. You were in a library. A book fell on you. Big deal. How That's to get insane. run
0: over by a truck? It's got a picture of the Williamsburg Bridge bike path on it. So I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sold. You had me <laughs> at truck. So I look at it, and it's the real fucking deal. Easy. <laughs> I said it. I easy, said it. Easy. Katie, great to have you on the show. I'm
2: so delighted to be here.
0: Okay, let's, for the benefit of the people who don't know what happened. Yes. And let's take a trip, a painful trip, if you will, down memory lane, October 2nd, if I'm not mistaken, 2008.
2: Very close, 2007. Well,
0: I, I don't read well. That's, ca- that's I don't okay. Read well. You're
2: handsome. You can do what you want. Thank
0: you. October 2nd, 2007. <laughs> yeah, Vince is the handsome one. Yeah. You're at the corner of Maspeth and Vandervoort. Yes. Go.
2: So I'm on the corner of MassBeth and I Vandervoort. I just said that, Katie. I know. I'm just – I'm trying to get myself in the place. Go, if go. It's my memory lane. I'm you're just right, getting you're comfortable. Right.
0: No, so
3: rude.
2: So <laughs> so I'm on the corner of MassBeth and Vandervoort, and the I'm in the midst of trying to chase what I think is going to be the most beautiful sunrise this Tuesday has to offer. And I'm at the stoplight, and there is a truck on my left and a black Mazda behind that truck. They neither one of them have their indicators on. They're it looks like they're going straight. I signal to both. I go and I go to make my right turn to chase the sunrise. And as I'm making the turn, I suddenly hear this rumble on my left. And the truck, although it didn't, in, although it didn't indicate it, it was turning right. And oh, I boy. found myself um, underneath, unfortunately, the first four wheels Ooh. of the truck. Hold on, stop right there. Yeah. yeah. You eventually were hit by eight wheels. I was run over, yeah. And then there was, there was that moment of realizing that, oh my God, this guy isn't stopping. Yeah. And then that, that there was going to be the second set of four wheels that ran me over. So it was the full eight wheels of the 18-wheeler.
0: Now, just spoiler alert. Yeah. She is in the studio with us. True story. Uh, everything turns out awesome. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. But I just want – because people are going to be like, oh, my God, I know. that's the most horrible thing I've ever heard. She's sitting here right now. She looks great. She's smiling. She's going to drink wine with us later, True Adam. True story. Because mm-hmm. you do drink wine, right? I drink okay. a, a copious amount. Yeah, but a,
2: a copious amount. Absolutely. Okay.
0: So you're run over. Yes. And this is a truck. This isn't like what we see every day. This yeah. is – Okay. Are you conscious? What does that feel like? I mean, I hate to even ask that, no, but I'm a course. journalist. Andrew, we asked the tough questions here. And we are t- going to ask the We're tough coming questions. for you, Cossumelier. Yeah. Go ahead, Katie. Mr. Rosé. So, as I was, uh,
2: <laughs> I was run over, and so the, the, as I was lying there, I actually heard my bones crack in my ears, oh. and I could feel, I could and I saw the tires, um, not the first set, but the second set. And f- the first set, I closed my eyes, but for the second set, I opened my eyes, and I could actually feel the weight of the truck. Over my um, my rib cage where I fractured all of my ribs and then... Every rib. Every rib. And then broke my pelvis in five places. Ugh. And I could feel, I like felt the the thwap of the mud flaps over my head. And what it was, the feeling, I guess the best way I could describe it is that it's, it's as if, you know when you hit your head or you stub your toe and there's that pain and then it fades? Mm-hmm. Instead of it fading, what it did is that it just ran like electric lightning bolts up and down my body for... Until until I was intubated for surgery, so it was just as if my body was on fire with this horrifying, overwhelming pain.
1: Hmm. Now, I gotta yeah. ask this: How do you survive that? How how? That's a great question. Yeah, how did this? How did you get out of this alive? It seems like if a, if that happens to you, you know, it's you know, it's like you're being squished like a bug. Absolutely,
2: I mean. yeah. I mean, and that's because I was conscious. The thing that was interesting is that I was conscious of the fact that nobody survives this. I, mm-hmm. I had that moment of like, when people say I got run over by a truck, it's supposed to be like, oh yeah, I felt like I got run over by a truck because I'm too hungover from beautiful wine, but not, not in actuality. And in my mind, I was like, is it possible for me to live? Is this actually going to happen? And what I did was in that moment, I felt like I had very little control. But what I knew was that number one, I wasn't going to close my eyes. I was going to try to stay conscious. I only blinked forty times from the time I was run over until they intubated me in the hospital. The other you, thing did you, you counted those. I counted blinks? them. Oh, absolutely, because okay. the only part of my body that didn't hurt.
0: Oh, that's a little weird. Yeah, Adam, that's weird. Am I right? You counting the you're counting the eye blinks.
4: I'm I'm still thinking about the fact that after the eighth tire, the mud flap hits her. Yeah. It's almost like getting well, literally run over by a truck, <laughs> and then just getting smacked. For yeah, good exactly. Old, it's a little just like Wile E. Coyote there for absolutely. a second. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm just gonna smack you.
0: All right. So you're counting the eye blinks. You're you're conscious. I'm conscious. Cops show up.
2: Cops show up. The thing... So the reason why I know that I survived is because in Williamsburg, where I live, the closest hospital is not a great hospital. Mm -hmm. So I was really aware of that. And my best friend, Mary Beth, had let me know that you have patients' rights, which is a really interesting thing to know, is that if you are ever in a situation where you you can say what hospital you wanna to go to. Mm-hmm. So I said I wasn't gonna go to Kings County, which was the closest Cremor. one. Cremor. And move, um, And I said, you have to take me to the best trauma hospital. And they were like, that's in Queens, that's in Elmhurst. And I was like, I don't care, I don't want close, I want good. Mm. And they're looking at me with tire tracks on my belly, demanding where I'm gonna go. And in in their minds, I'm sure they're like, you're gonna die on the way anyway. Like, mm-hmm. sure, we'll take you to Queens. Um, and I, I, am absolutely sure that that was the reason they're, why I lived.
0: They're thinking the food's better in Queens anyway. Exactly. So after absolutely. this woman dies, we're gonna go get some time. Were, totally. were they
1: nice about
2: it? No.
0: Really? No. Well, they're all business, though. They right? were all biz,
2: all biz. I mean, this is I. I kept on asking them if I was gonna live, if I could get morphine. They were, they were staring at the face of a 24-year-old girl who was dying. I'm sure that you have to kind of be have a serious face on versus, mm-hmm. you know, being really incredibly sweet. That's your job is to try your best to keep them alive.
0: All right, now, mm. Katie, I just we're gonna talk a lot about this book and we're sure. gonna, but the, your publisher, again, it's uh, Inc. Shares. Yes. Sends over the press release and it's got, oh, talk to Katie. It says, let's do some media talking points. <laughs> Bike safety how to talk to someone who's hurting or grieving, how to be treated like a... Per- we, we don't do media talking points Fair. here at Brooklyn Paper because we ask the tough questions. I'm ready. So I'm going to start with the toughest question. Get in there. Tell us a little bit about Dr. Douchebag.
2: Oh, Dr. Douchebag. <laughs> so um, he was a gentleman who was my doctor like the first or second week when I was in the hospital. And he was... I really wanted for he and I to be friends. Like he was about my age. I thought maybe we would get along. I could have a nice relationship with someone. Instead of us getting along, he. I asked him, I don't know why, but I asked him, you know, do you think I'll ever walk again? And he was like, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that you will ever walk again. You'll never live a normal life.
0: Yeah. He couched it by saying, well, uh, you know, I, I have to tell you. I have to tell you.
2: Exactly. Yeah, he was, you know, he did his doctor thing. Yeah. But uh, then
0: you looked at him. It's not in the book, but I'm yeah. imagining you said,
2: Screw him. I'm yeah. going to walk again. Oh, absolutely. So he did you a favor. He did. Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Yes, he absolutely did. And at one point, actually, I didn't put in the book, but later on, I, I said, I think, like, oh, a couple days later, I was like, you know, you told me I wouldn't walk again. I was like, I just want to be clear about something. And he was like, what? I was like, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? I was like, you don't
0: know me. Throw a curse in there if you want. Yeah.
2: You don't fucking
1: know me. Thank you. Over the line. <laughs> yeah, over the line. Okay. So, (laughs) when, at what point did you realize, wait a second, I'm going to make it? Is that in day one, day two?
2: No, I'd say, I think that I didn't even understand the severity of what had happened until Mm -hmm. about four or five days later, because you're intubated, you are being kept alive by machines. At some point, I really thought that, okay, well, it'll be a few days and then I'll go home. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd never been in a hospital overnight. I didn't even know what that was like. So, I think that I had the feeling after about the fifth or sixth day number one, I'm probably going to live. And number two, I'm not going anywhere. That this is going to be a long road to recovery. I'm not going to go back to normal. Well,
0: when did you start walking again? How many months or years after it the took accident?
2: me to walk unaided? Yeah. It took me eight months.
0: Eight. Well, that's pretty.
1: That's a miracle recovery. Oh my
2: gosh! It was. Um, that's. It was. That is what every doctor, every person has said to me. That well, it's, what was it? In including
1: sh- Doctor Douchebag. Doctor <laughs>
2: Douchebag. Actually, I will tell you. I did give him a call. Yeah. On the year anniversary of my accident, I called him um, the day of, and I was like, you know, just wanted. Do you remember me? I'm Katie McKenna. I was run over by that truck. Like, how can you forget? Yeah. yeah. Um, do you remember you told me that I would never walk again? He's like, actually, I do remember that. I was like, I just want to let you know, I was out until four a.m. dancing, and I look good. <laughs> you, should, you should say I'm gonna walk all over your grave someday. Exactly. <laughs> all right,
0: so, what happened to the driver of this truck? Because obviously, he's in jail for like 45 oh, years. Oh God, now, right? nothing. Nothing You're, happened. 45 to years to life. No. 45
2: years to life. I, you know, it's actually in a foreign prison. I made it. No, he, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. Nothing happened. To nothing, because it was ruled an
0: accident. It was
2: ruled an accident.
0: And he stayed at the scene.
2: And he he did stay at the scene. Mm-hmm. He never came back to see me. He never saw if I was okay. He didn't call nine one one. Oh, um, Who he did was, call
0: nine one one. If not him,
2: it was Giselle, the woman in the black Mazda.
0: Oh. I was thinking she, Katie did because she was exactly. Of all I was the, all yeah, over it, blinking her eyes. I,
2: I did remember my parents' phone number. I called my my home phone, my mom's cell phone number, and the phone number of the house that I grew up in.
0: Now, okay, we got it. That's very good. good Thank to you. Keep your you. Now, we got <laughs> to get Adam in here, because Adam is not only a winesmith, if you will. Is it a winesmith? You make oh. wine. You sell wine. He's a wine vendor, okay? Red, White, and Bubbly is the store. It's on Fifth Avenue in Slope. But Adam, you cycle around a lot. Have you ever gotten in a cycling accident? No. Never, never been hit?
4: No, I also have a rule of I never ride on the street. As a matter of fact... <laughs> what, you ride on the sidewalk? Well, I'm going to give you a, a segue, if you will. I don't
0: want to ride a segue.
4: Well... <laughs> <laughs> Segue to my wine. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, uh, we might as well, good Katie. Move, you're ready for so a drink. Our, right? our Always. Red, are we ready for a drink? Sure. We're gonna have a drink. Yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna have um, our. We're gonna open what, it up. I'll tell you what. What we'll do is we'll we'll start. Well, we'll start with. Do you want to start with the red? Uh, let's start with the bubbly. Oh, oh the, no! Oh, wait
0: Adam, a second. Andrew Lurie, who is the Uh-oh. sommelier of Red, White, and Bubbly on Fifth Avenue and Park Slope, says you always start with bubbly no, and he's right we're not starting with all the right. red so as andrew gets not the not bubbly with the
4: prepared for the grand opening okay. i'll just share with you a quick story uh, we, we did a series our newest wines out uh, we red white and bubbly has a brand of wine called brooklyn wine company which we started out in 2005 we were actually the original um, wine that you know, since then there's been a, a slew of spirits and wines and all different things but uh, basically what we did was uh, we started this brand of wine for fun for our, for our customers, um, and, your and, sponsors. Our, and, our, and mm-hmm. our sponsors, and our newest wines, we, we did a, um, an art series called the Hearts of Brooklyn, where we did three labels with iconic architecture, one of them on the red, which is the Soldiers and Sailors Arch, um, actually Army has Brun. a little bit of a story of what you were asking, which is, um, do I cycle? And I did a little bit of local knowledge, since we have the Soldiers oh, and Sailors cool. Arch, it says, on any Saturday, take a walk, run, or bike ride mm. through Prospect Park's main loop, which is 3.35 miles, and then enjoy the lush farmer's market across from the Soldiers and Sailor's Arch at Grand Army Plaza. It's nice. on the That's but, wonderful. But, but
0: just to ask the tough question, go ahead. you don't cycle on the road. Where do you cycle? What, do you go to a velodrome?
4: Because um,
0: you're cycle, in great shape.
4: I will cycle in a park. Oh, okay. I will cycle mm. on a boardwalk.
0: So you don't have the guts?
4: I don't have the guts. Wow.
0: It. Okay. Katie doesn't have... Now, Katie, you're back to cycling. Am I right?
2: Not exactly. Oh. I'm not. I've I've cycled mostly in places without cars. I'm All that's, right. So we're comfort. gonna get
0: over. You're a little gun shy.
2: I know. I'm I'm a little nervous. I mean, the worst did happen. So if it were to happen again, that'd be like a real mm. bummer.
0: You're pre disastered Abs- You're pre disastered <laughs> That's my hope.
2: I'm bulletproof at this point.
0: Yeah. All right. So anyway, we're gonna. Well, we're, people have won the lottery twice. so true story. Just Abs-
2: thank you. I appreciate that. All right. That. So
0: while we're while we're gonna we're gonna take a little commercial break, but I would like Andrew to actually open the bubbly because, as you know, Adam told me this earlier. When you open you know, in the movies, Vince, you do this, and oh, Vince it? does this all the time because he's a showman. That's what he opens a bottle of champagne as loud as he can, and he gets that that phallic spray out the out the it's nozzle. Like, it. It's like winning the World Series, Gush. yeah. No, that's that's how you. But I've been told, Andrew, and you're going to confirm this, that when you open a bottle of bubbly or champagne, it should sound like a mouse fart. <laughs> now, Kate, do you know what a mouse fart sounds like?
2: I do absolutely.
0: So give us your best imitation of a mouse fart. Was that that was one. good? That was really that's good. One. All right, so you're going to open. Did you just do it? No, do it. No, you can open that, that, was that up. That's just my excellent noise. And while we're doing that, I'm, while you're prepping it, he's gonna open it right now. Do it. Uh,
3: go ahead. Uh, yeah, a word uh, okay. when you're doing this uh, forty-five degree angle, Done. don't point it at anybody. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I am accident uh, prone, that, you so, so course, Just just gotta be somebody careful. Somebody can lose an eye. Here we go. So. Here we go. Here we go.
0: Oh my God! A mouse just farted. <laughs> <laughs> that literally was a mouse that? fart. That was incredible. All right. Jimmy, give me a little advertising music because we're going to pay some bills and then we're going to come back. So listen, guys. And Katie, this is for you. Thank you. When was the last time you saw a quality dentist who was truly affordable?
2: It's been a really long time. Yeah, it's not a
0: rhetorical... You never did. It's a rhetorical (laughs) question. If your answer is, that's a rhetorical question, never, then it's time to see Dr. Joseph Lichter. Because Lichter's got a state-of-the-art office down there on Avenue P in Midwood. And he's got reasonable prices that anybody, even someone who hasn't had a huge settlement with a truck company, can afford. And I'm (laughs) talking about you, Katie. Anyway, listeners of Brooklyn Paper Radio can get even lower prices for some of Dr. Lichter's most popular procedures. I'm talking about Invisalign, those braces on the inside of teeth. Usually they're $5,000, Adam. Lichter will give them to you for $4,000. That's a savings of a lot. Porcelain veneers, which are usually $1,000. Lichter gets them to you for six seventy-five. So you don't need to listen to me. You don't need to listen to Vince. Mm-mm. Go to Dr. Joseph Lichter's office today. 1420 Avenue P between East 14th and East 15th Streets in Midwood. Or just call him, 718-339-7878. And he'll make an. You can make an appointment, and it'll make you smile. We visit him online at doctor. Uh, sorry, Joseph You
1: know they're pouring the champagne, Gershon. It reminds me. Oh yeah. Of the time you and I headed over to one of the many times you and I headed over to Atlas Steakhouse. We did one live show from there. We've oh. eaten there many times. Oh, thank you, there, Andrew. Thank you. Atlas Steakhouse is Brooklyn's Mediterranean style steakhouse. It's not a
0: German style steakhouse. It's not a
1: German-style steakhouse. Not German style at all. Vince, take your take your wine from Andrew. I'm getting one of those. I get a little bit of the bubbly. Okay, don't drink it yet. Tell us more about Atlas Steak. Atlas Steakhouse is Brooklyn's Mediterranean-style steakhouse on Coney Island Avenue in up-and-coming Ditmas Park. What are you going to do when you go to Atlas Steakhouse? What are you going to have first, Gersh? A signature cocktail. signature cocktail. That's what you're going to have. And then next, you're going to have one of their... Signature appetizers. There's signature cocktails and signature appetizers. I see there's a trend going on here. There's a there's, a, there's a, a thread going right through this. And then there's signature steaks. I like a New York strip. You like the strip. I like the filet mignon. Katie, what kind of steak do you like?
2: I am actually I enjoy a flank steak. Flank, flank steak, steak. I nice like, yeah. i don't think atlas has flank steak but okay That's well they thing. have
1: they have a t-bone okay a t-bone they have the delightful
2: veal delightful in i'm sorry t-bone delightful oh t-bones are great yeah into it okay
1: they got the veal chop they got the lamb chop they got the sa- cider marinated short ribs it's all there at atlas steakhouse and you know what you want to have a burger they got that too. So Atlas Steakhouse over there in Ditness Park, nine forty-three Coney Island Avenue. Give them a call. Head on down. Make a reservation. Have a great time. Okay. Atlas Steakhouse. Listen, I'm getting old, Katie. You know it. You said before I'm a handsome man.
0: And I appreciate that. Yes. But I am fifty-one years old. I know I don't look at they over forty-five. Absolutely Twenty years not. older than my mom. <laughs> I should be no, dating wait, your mom. Younger. Anyway. <laughs> So I'm thinking about what's gonna happen to me when I get old, Andrew, you know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm gonna talk about Village Care Max. It's a medicaid managed long-term plan. Helps you continue to stay at home and in your community for as long as possible. What they do is they send a team of healthcare professionals, they work with your doctor, they help you obtain the best healthcare options available to you. You want more information, all you gotta do is call Village CareMax at 800-469-6292 or just vill- visit them at villagecaremax.org. That's Village CareMax. Live the life you want to live. And go. Johnny, I will drink to that right now. Let's so, live that So, Andrew. We're living the life we want to live right here. Andrew, start it off. Tell us what we're drinking. Tell us about this.
3: Okay, you are drinking our sparkling, uh, which is uh, 100% Pinot Blanc. Oh, okay. Uh, for the wine geeks. That's uh, us. It's 1912, uh, 19, pardon me, 2012 vintage. Okay. Uh, it was on the lees for 36 months, uh, the lees being the skins, uh, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. The bubbles line, are very small. Is that good enough champagne? Uh, it's considered good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah the time it spends on the lees gives it that yeasty, toasty well, flavor. On. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Hey, wait, wait. All
0: right. Thank you. thank you. Let's have a little toast and then you'll talk. Cheers.
3: Cheers. Cheers. Mancha.
0: Mm.
3: Uh, don't compare this to champagne. Uh, it's more like an Alsatian Cremant. Uh, Same grape, similar style. Look at that, Johnny's even playing us
0: some drinking music. I like (laughs) it. Thank you, Johnny.
3: I like it. It is a little yeasty. Uh,
0: It's not too sweet, which is great. Not at all. I'm being handed the bottle by Adam. Beautiful balance. balance. Yeah, it's
3: gorgeous. Now, where is it made? (coughs) Uh, This is made on the uh, east end of Long Island. Oh, so it's a Long Island sparkling. It's local product. Yeah, I mean we're on the west end of Long Island, Mm. so
1: Long Island's outer Brooklyn. Yeah.
2: That's
3: right. I like it. I like it. It's not
1: too sweet, yeah. not too dry. I got to ask you, when you're drinking a yeah, red it's wine. It's beautifully
3: balanced. Yeah, it's, it's perfect.
1: When you're drinking a red wine, there's all these different things that you're looking for, but yeah. I don't know what you're looking for yeah. when you're drinking yeah. a champagne. I'm with Vinny there. I'm tell with Tell me Vinny. what I'm looking for. Am I looking for legs on this thing? No am legs. I looking for some
4: sort of scent? What's going on here? Well, I'll tell you what, b- before, before Andrew gives that answer, which uh, he can certainly give a wine speak answer, although one of the things I love about Andrew is he's a real guy and he's just going to give you a real answer. I say the most important thing in a wine, if uh, you want to know what's good in, in a wine, yeah. is if you like it. There it is. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to say the t- That's the problem I, like I have with Coca-Cola.
0: Much. I'm yeah. going to say the thing you don't want to hear. I don't love bubbly, sparkling wine, so I'm going to move on. However, Andrew and Adam, you need to know, I don't spit. Cause I just got back, Katie. You should know this. I, w- I just got back from a trip to Charlottesville, Virginia, with my girlfriend, wonderful lady. Showed me around her old stomping grounds. They are making wine down there in Charlottesville and nearby communities. Mm. Blue Ridge Mountains, great wines. Really. We went to about ten different tastings, and I don't spit, Katie. I don't I spit. I that about you. So me. I'm drinking it. We go to four or five tastings. I've had like fifteen glasses of wine. I'm not driving.
2: <laughs>
1: not driving, Katie. How are you getting around? Yeah. Don't you have to no, drive? It? It.
0: They got the a ha- subway? Believe it or not, I had a driver. That's, uh, that's right, from the Daily News, Johnny, thank you. So I'm going to keep drinking, and you should pour some red. Well, you know, he's
1: got to answer my question, though. What am I looking for in a champagne besides the flavor?
0: That you like it. That's what he was saying. I know.
1: I want, I want a whiny answer. Okay, give me a whiny Okay, the okay.
3: number one. Uh, first thing you're always looking for in wine, you know, you pour the glass, you take a look at it. Mm. Uh, I mean, is it cloudy? Is there crud floating in it? I mean, that's rare nowadays, except no in very old wines. Uh, look at the color, uh, and then the aroma. The aroma will tell you almost everything. Really? How does it? Yes. It's it's yeasty. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, you get a little bit of light fruit, a little bit of sort of peri
4: appley. y well, does character. it does it smell rancid or do you no, smell no, no, nothing? No, come on, Adam. At Red, White, and Bubbly you do not sell a rancid well, wine. Well, I'm just saying in general, if you you uh, you're handed a glass of wine at uh, somebody's holiday party. Does it smell like sugar? Uh, if it, it smells, smells like vinegar, sugar,
3: you've got yeah. a problem. Absolutely. All right,
4: speaking of which, now we're going to go to the white. If it smells like sweat socks, <laughs>
3: you've got a problem. <laughs> All right. What know, if what they tell you that's
1: how it's supposed <laughs> to smell? No, this is a sweat sock smelling, tasting wine, and you should enjoy it. Like it's a stinky cheese, like yeah, French they, stinky like that. cheese. They do that with cheese. All right, anyway,
0: we're, 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 let's drink. So what do we, got to now, what do we have here? We and have a white. This? So Andrew, tell us about the white, because this is just, what do you call this, white? Or do you have a name for this? This is called Soldiers Atlantic and Flatbush. Atlantic and Flatbush. Yeah. Atlantic yeah. And Flatbush. Oh. Okay. And this and Flatbush.
4: has the, um, the Williamsburg Savings Bank building where we replaced oh. the, art, the artist, replaced the clock with a heart. That's nice. a four-faced liar. The oh, go. Hold on.
0: I, right off the bat, I am getting very distinct nose here. Katie, how's your nose working? Did that get damaged in the truck?
2: Luckily, it's still strong. Very okay, telling. So what are you
0: smelling? Because I'm smelling something like very strong.
3: It's a great. I feel like pressure. a little oaky. It's a, a lot of pressure. Oaky. Is there any oak in this? Uh, it's a hundred percent stainless steel.
0: Well, no so I don't know what oil. I'm talking about. It's, it is it not oaky at
2: all. I know this sounds like a weird thing, but it smells like slate.
0: Slate. Yeah. Any slate in there? Any terroir yeah, of terroir. slate? Look, Andrew's trying to figure it out. Didn't you taste this before?
3: Uh, no slate, but okay. definitely, you know, definitely some terroir. You're yeah. definitely tasting uh, the east end of Long Island.
0: It's, it's a terroir. very light wine.
2: It's very light. You know
0: what I mean? It's not a heavy white wine.
3: Uh, it's not a hot region, yeah. uh, and for Can the wine know. geeks again, I'm getting a little spicy uh, here. I get a little yeah, this spicy. Is a blend of forty five percent Chardonnay, thirty six percent Pinot Gris, thirteen mm. percent Pinot Blanc, mm. and six percent Riesling. Uh, uh, the the Pinot Gris that? and the Riesling are especially aromatic yeah. varieties. Yeah. You That's gotta you gotta
1: air out, this but. wine out in your mouth. You gotta air it out, Gershon. Uh, have you aired it out? I aired it out, but I don't. You're wa- not getting that spice. I'm I don't spice. love white wine.
0: Oh, I will say yeah. this.
2: I am doing that stuff. It's a good thing. But Andrew, Andrew, you got you
0: gotta to the air, the air it out. Andrew, I was down in Virginia. They have a Vionnet. is, a, is the state grape of Virginia. It's a white grape. Vionnet. What do you think of the Vionnet? Peppery. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Uh, I just did it a couple aromatic. times. So I'm, with you, uh, I'm with you. I'm with
0: you, Ben. Peachy apricotty. When it's yeah. done right, it's beautiful. Well, no, it's not always done right. This is done right. This is done right. Now, i got to try the red. Because I am a red guy. Johnny, you got any red wine music there? Because I drink more red wine than Portugal. <laughs> Seriously, not people in Portugal, just, just the, entire the entire country. The entire country. Okay, I like, there it's
2: beautiful. Do you like red? I do like red. I never understood Portugal. I like it all. I, I don't have a drinking problem. I have a stopping problem. Hold on a second. What? what, what do you do, don't do understand, you understand Portugal? Portugal.
1: I don't understand why like Spain didn't take that over. It's like they got the best land. No. They're on the water? First of all, Spain has plenty of water. <laughs> First of all, Columbus sailed from Spain if
0: you are. Not so sure about that. All right. So just tell me, Andrew, before we ta- I'm going to yeah, What do we have here? Now I'm seeing legs. See, I'm the, seeing the legs. Now here's a little of your <laughs> slate. Katie, there's a little of your slate in there.
2: Okay, great. I'm not just making, I'm glad that I'm-, I'm So corrected. what do you Sound think, ginger? Andrew? What do
0: you, What am I smelling here? Oh,
3: thank you. I'm getting a lot of black cherry in there. Red fruit, a lot of red fruit. Red fruit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna taste some really? black. Jimmy, right. have you
1: tried this, Jimmy? I'm going
3: to. All right, here I go.
1: Adam, up yours, as we say. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that, I'm not sure we say that. Uh, <laughs> this
3: is probably the most characteristic wine the one that most expresses the terroir of uh, yeah. Eastern Long Island. It's a classic Bordeaux blend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Merlot, Petit, 86%, oh. and small percentages of Petit Verdot, mm. one of the minor Bordeaux grapes, Cab Sauve and Cab Franc. So,
2: yeah, the Cab Franc I'm really getting on this. That yeah, this
3: is really very much like uh, a basic <laughs> young uh, Bordeaux.
0: I like uh, a young Bordeaux, uh, especially in, the, in a female form. But, uh, Katie, just yes. one quick thing. I'm ready. You mentioned Cab Franc. Yes. In Virginia, where I might have mentioned, I was down there with my lovely girlfriend. She introduced me to Cab Franc because that is the second grape of Virginia. And they make 100% Cab Franc in Virginia. What do you think about 100%? I know I'm going to ask the tough
3: questions. What do you think about 100% Cab Franc? Uh, they do do a lot of it in Long Island. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's one of the grapes that does really well there because uh, it ripens more quickly than Cabernet Sauvignon. It mm-hmm. ripens mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, uh, it grows and, like weeds out there. Yeah. And uh, it's a, Cab Franc is extremely expressive. Uh, if it's not ripe enough, you get a really
4: intense bell pepper flavor, which is pretty off-putting to we, a lot of people. Yeah. That so could be off-putting. Where you hear people say all the time when they have a red wine that's not quite right, it, it, you, you smell like green peppers.
2: Mm. Really? In a
0: red wine? Yeah. yeah. Let, me yeah, yeah Let me get a little bit more of this. Let me get a little bit more of this, because uh, where's the bottle? Katie, what are you doing? You got the bottle? Hey, hey.
1: Katie's got it.
2: I what? brought my own straw. She just took it right yeah, out of her okay. Absolutely, exactly. No, I was like, fine. "Oh, you guys <laughs> wanted some too? This was a I parting will, gift."
0: So, so you're pour. telling
3: me this is not the bell pepper problem because it's, pro- it's this properly is really made. 2014 vintage, the grapes were fully ripe. Nice. Uh, the wine spent time in third year oak,
4: not new oak. You don't nice. have any oak masking the taste of the grape. And the the, the, the wine the winemaker Russell Hearn. He's he's actually one of the uh, Kind of elder statesman at this point um, out in Long Island. He got out, he got into Long Island about 1990. Um, he's Australian. I think he worked. I think the winery he worked at in Australia was Horton. but if he didn't come to New York, he'd probably still be there. And he loves making wine that's expressive of the region. Yeah. So he's not he's not like a chef because you could really take let's say a Merlot and the same exact uh, from the same exact vineyards. And you can have it taste two completely different ways or you wouldn't recognize it. I I was, in fact, again, on this Virginia trip,
0: Uh at the Trump winery. He's got uh, one? And you could say, Johnny, you could say whatever you want about Donald Trump. He owns a winery that he bought from the Klugeys. You know the Klugeys. Katie, you know the Klugeys.
2: Super
3: rich people.
0: Super rich winemakers. See, I know
2: that they're super rich wine people.
0: He didn't change a thing, but he has Merlot. He has a couple of different wines. He sells his juice. To other wineries, because they got a huge winery, a huge uh, fields, they do something totally different with it, and that's the mystery. That's what people always want to know: How can that happen? Are there that many ways to make wine?
4: Well, our that's original, a tough question. Yeah. Our original wines that we made in two thousand five actually came from California. That's uh, right. A gentleman named Clark Smith was the winemaker, and he he makes incredible wines. But he's also um, you know kind of a hot topic. Uh, one of the things he was known for was in the California wine uh, sort of Olympics that they would have out there. He would enter his nine dollar wine, his under ten dollar wine, in the fifty dollar competition. Oh, that's balls! And, and win. Yeah, that's balls. And they disinvited him. Oh. He, he he came that's up. That's balls. <laughs> he came up with <laughs> concepts of micro oxygenation, where you didn't have to wait twenty years for a wine to mature. It would it would happen in about seven years. Uh, the other thing that sounds like microwaving. Well, the other thing that 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 he would use um, is oak chips. So mm-hmm. rather than spend the money on the oak barrels, yeah. he would have everything um, in the stainless steel and he would put oak chips into the stainless steel they, to get the flavor. They do that at
0: early mountain vineyards where I was, again, in Virginia with my girlfriend. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> uh, I like
0: this. I'll say this. You sponsored our podcast in 2005 with a different wine, a red, a Felice, I believe we call it. Felice red. Happy wine. This, <laughs> is, a be- this is a better wine. Mm-hmm. I, I like it more. I'm drinking it
1: down. <laughs> do you have any more? Let's get Just down to nitty gritty. What's the alcohol content on this?
4: Uh, the red and the white are actually both thirteen, I believe. Mm. The it's thirteen well. percent. A little low from it. A little this low. This is one of the lovely things about Long Island wine. Go, Andrew,
3: tell uh, us. With global warming, mm. uh, most of the stuff out of California nowadays is coming out around fourteen and a half percent, sometimes higher. You know, you cannot drink a bottle of that and then go about your business. Uh, when you have, like, twelve and a half, thirteen percent 13% mm-hmm. wines, uh, you stand a much better
1: chance. Wait, hold on.
0: Andrew, what you're saying is global warming, which Donald Trump says is a Chinese plot,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is actually ruining the wines of California. So he might be right. He might be right. Or maybe it's a Long Island plot. I don't want to get political here, but he that's what he says. Katie, that's what he says.
2: I mean, I feel like he's trying to ruin Long Island, and as a Long Islander, I, I feel like that's Really unfair. Fair enough. I'm All really right. uncomfortable. Trump that. will ruin the whole fucking world. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Now oh. the, wait, this
0: is Brooklyn Paper Radio. What? But in seriousness, to, to I'm trying to get him on the show. No, to deal with that. All right. How At would least. Donald Trump <laughs> hurt Brooklyn? That's what I care about. Oh. Andrew, go. What would be the thing? Seriously, what would be the one thing that would change in Brooklyn if Donald Trump got elected? I'm putting uh, a sommelier well, on the spot. Uh, yeah. People
3: yeah. might lose their Medicare. People, no, that's, uh, that's national. I'm talking about local. Adam, uh, local.
4: All right. Locally, I think that the spirit of the people in Brooklyn would be r- rather shrunk, and everybody would have this kind of overall tone of, well, a I ma- might have malaise. more customers. No, that's national.
2: That's yeah, national. Yeah, you definitely have I think customers. the only
0: way
4: Brooklyn would be affected differently, other than
0: all the stuff you're talking about, I think that there would be a change in development. We would have more towers, mm. more high buildings, and less affordable housing. The president's going to do that. The president. Listen, he's got his finger on the button. (laughs) I'm talking about the development button. Anyway, we've got to get out. Katie.
2: Yeah,
3: I live in a Daddy Trump building. Oh, that's by the good. Way, he oh, you built, he built well. And he See? did. He did. It's still standing, except for that Fred, story,
0: Fred Trump. <laughs> we did do a story last week that those Fred Trump buildings are dumping sewage into the Coney Island Creek. So uh, no, we'll talk about further that. Up okay. the Park, Fair further up on Ocean Park. All right, Katie. Yeah. Yes. We've had a couple of drinks.
2: Absolutely. And that's
0: courtesy of Adam and Andrew. I know, and
2: I'm so grateful. It was delicious. Thank I know, you know so but much. now,
0: but you don't know what's what. Are we coming. trying the rosé. What happened no. to the rosé, Katie? Katie, yes. you don't know what's coming.
2: I'm ready. I, should I pour myself some more? Yes, you should. Okay, absolutely. We've had
0: a couple of drinks. Now, right. I've read Katie McKenna's book, How to Get Run Over by a Truck, champagne. which, if you're just tuning in, is a memoir. Give it the champagne. Is a memoir, yeah, a is yes, a memoir it's okay. of how she literally, not figuratively, literally got run over by a truck at the corner of Maspeth and Vandervoort in Williamsburg. Or I call it Bushwick. Maybe it's Williamsburg. But Katie's book... Talks about the accident. Mm-hmm. It talks about the recovery. It talks yes. about Dr. Douchebag who told her she'd never walk again. And I'm looking at her and she's walking and dancing all over this all studio. All over this place. But Katie. Talk to me. Let's talk about Warren.
2: Let's talk about Warren. So the
0: boyfriend in the book.
2: Oh, man. They were
0: dating for a couple of years. She gets hit by a truck. He literally and this time figuratively nurses her back to he health. He does.
2: Okay.
0: Now. He does. I've been there, So Katie. far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I know what. You what's broke coming. your ankle once, Kurt. I broke my ankle, <laughs> and my then wife. We are now split up, and that's a foreshadow. Uh, nursed me back to health. Mm-hmm. But Katie. He did everything
1: he, he could. He was walking he down did. the street. He was just walking, <laughs> yeah. and it broke his ankle. Oh my gosh! He wasn't <laughs> hit by a bicycle. He wasn't hit by an old lady. He wasn't hit by anything. Didn't he didn't trip did, over a cat. It
0: just nothing? snapped. He fell on the sidewalk. No, 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 <laughs> no, absolutely. For the record, for the I've had a few drinks, but I fell on some ice. Oh. Okay. Carrying my daughter. Oh. Whom I did not want to drop, so I let my... Whatever. It's a long story. Tuck and roll. Tuck, Tuck and, Tuck and roll. All right, Katie.
2: Yes. So Warren... So Warren. Now, we all have been there. Yes, absolutely. Boyfriends
0: mm-hmm. who are... They're just too giving. Absolutely. Too selfish. T- selfless. <laughs> and you get to the point where you feel like he's only in it. Tell the story. Because I then you dumped him. So tell the story. Absolutely.
2: So, I mean, it's always really important to be in a room full of men when this happens where it's like, uh, you are yeah, that girl.
0: Katie, Katie, as you know, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I'm attracted to Vince. He knows that. Absolutely. Yeah. So Fair. I'm on both sides.
2: Let's, I appreciate that. Thank you for making me comfortable. So with Warren, he and I were having problems before I had gotten into this accident. And we were struggling. But he was just, he was absolutely exceptional during the, he was, above and beyond what a 25-year-old guy should have to do, coming to the hospital, taking care of me, being just like a an, a wonderful, wonderful person. But what had happened was that he had gotten so comfortable in that caretaking role that he kind of liked it that I was a little bit mm-hmm. weaker, a little bit quieter, that I needed him more. And that was challenging for me once I got better. And his need for me to be the person that that still leaned on him and that I kind of owed him something. Oh. That was problematic for me because at that point, I feel like I didn't know anybody anything except for myself. I had just gotten a second shot at life and I really needed to get out there, live my life, and not feel like I had to make sure that, that I was paying back a debt mm. that I didn't know that, that I owed.
0: But how could, could anybody ever mm. avoid that? In other words, you want him to be there for you. Yes. But if he's there for you, the, you know, who could do it? Could Jesus, Jesus Christ Je- is the only guy who comes to mind. I mean, honestly,
2: that. and, and that's a lot of pressure too for Jesus. I mean, j- oh, as well. Jesus,
0: it's but then he went on the damn crucifix, and now we're we're and now we're all to day bad. every day I'm yeah. going every
2: Sunday being like I'm sorry about so, everything. So who
0: would be the perfect man in that situation? I don't I don't and say Vince; he's married. Yeah, abs- I won't.
2: I mean, my thought would be is that I think that there is no perfect. I think mm. that we all just do our best, and I think that he did a great job. it's just we and we've spoken since then. Yeah, and he was like, we just weren't the right people for okay, each other. So
0: is he still single?
2: I I don't. I don't think so. We don't uh, talk about that. Because I, I was going to say,
0: he sounds like a good guy. He's You'd a really good that. guy. So if if you wanted to send, you know, like a Tinder poke
3: Absolutely. at him, you <laughs> maybe, do that.
2: I mean, I think maybe, is it possible to do endorsements? Yeah, do endorsements. endorsement. Do I'll endorsement. endorse him. It's like, you can be like, my reference is Katie McKenna. Yeah. If or you, read this book. I would probably put that up and like the link and be like, what a sweetheart I am. But I will also say, after we broke yeah, up, he was yeah. not the nicest guy. I know. There was a oh, scene yeah. in the there book where he
0: confronts you at a bar. Both of you had been drinking. Come on. Both of you had been drinking. And I think right. he said what he needed to say. Mm. I'm not going to defend him. He did I mean, look, he wasn't violent. No, I, mean, I think
2: God for small favors. Just, I'll take it. No,
0: but he just, he said what he had to say. He was a little, he was a little upset. He
2: felt his feelings. But you're
0: right. He felt like you owed him something. Oh,
2: absolutely. And I'm, nobody,
0: Vince, I've been married and divorced. Yeah. Nobody owes me anything. Not mm. even my wife, ex-wife. I'm, I've had a little to drink, Adam, That's but I, I'm not afraid to say, <laughs> look, nobody has to love me. Right? You might like Adam. You and I go way back. I like my, you. My,
4: my five year wedding anniversary is coming up in a couple of weeks. So uh, I'm not I'll saying honest. everybody I'll should get divorced. I
0: love marriage, <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying, look, <laughs> if, you,
4: if you fall out of love, you got it. You got it. You got to break it.
2: Absolutely. Right. And
4: somebody told me something great recently when people say it's 50 50. It's not. Mm-mm. It's a hundred, a hundred. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what I, first of all, I don't know math. What are you talking <laughs> about? Well, uh, what do you have to give? You give a hundred percent. Yeah,
0: and you get hundred percent.
4: And you get hundred percent. But and if you don't, and if you don't, you accept that that's the way it is, and you have to figure out for yourself what you have to do. No,
0: but what is the number at which, if you don't get, uh, w- give me the number at where you get a divorce? Oh, seventy-five, seventy-five. A- 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 yeah. Andrew, you're a wine guy with a great mouth, so chime in.
4: With a wife with purple hair, mm. Mm. is that really true? Uh, is it magenta? Beautiful.
0: Yes.
3: <laughs> mm.
4: Yeah. I it mean, was pink the last
3: time I saw. Yeah, my my thing is. Um, how many days a week are you happy? I mean, if you're happy five I'm not days married, a so week. it's seven days a week, my friend. <laughs> Nobody's going to be happy seven days a week. I am happy
0: seven days a week.
3: Uh, with your live-in? No,
0: mm-hmm. there's no live no no, I mean, this
3: is like when you're in a live-in relationship. Oh, live-in, yeah. Yeah, wife or not wife. Yeah. If you're happy seven days a week, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Six mm-hmm. days a week, maybe. I mean, five days a week is probably more typical. I mean, if you're happy four days a week, okay. If but you're, you're happy, asking him the wrong question. If you're happy fewer than four days a week, get out of it. Wait there. a minute, wow. four
0: days a week? I want to be happy six of seven days a week if I'm going to live with someone. I want to be but happy eight, single, eight that's days not a the week. Question, right? And the Adam's got, Adam says, I asked you the wrong question. So you're a better journalist. I'll be the winemaker. <laughs> Ask the question.
4: If you're single, the question isn't how happy you are, because I'll, I'm, I'm right on your, your wavelength. How, how often do you get lonely?
0: How, how often, often do I get, get lonely? Like lonely. Oh. Yeah, how about that, girl? <laughs> whoa, 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 Katie, you should answer that question for well, because me because you know how often, put, how, how often do I get lonely? How often do I get lonely?
4: Somebody oh. put marriage like this to me in a sentence. Marriage is a very expensive price to pay just in order to not be lonely. Mm. No, but lonely mm. is it, if, but some people. That's Andrew,
2: interesting. I don't, I don't. Even though I'm single, I don't. feel Although my boyfriend does live with me now, a, a new one. Um, but I don't. How many I boyfriends do, you got? I listen. I crush it. Do you see the smile? Okay. Good. That's <laughs> real. I survived death. I, yeah, it's it's some serious biz.
0: Wait, but you're telling me and I want to go back to what Andrew said, because it yeah. was stunning. That's your thing. Like you don't want to be lonely. My thing is I don't want to be I don't want to be hemmed in. I don't want to be fenced mm. in. Because I've got a free spirit. Andrew, you know I am out there. Right? So the minute someone says, and Vince says this to me all the time, Hey, can you come in and do the show at four thirty? Well maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. No, no. I
1: just asked you to come at the same time every week. Or <laughs> it's <just> not going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> That's all I ask. So the thing is, so maybe loneliness is your Jimmy thing. Jimmy over there, he's sweating. He's maybe working, so, working the board so. Yeah. Hard. This is going to get worse. My my producing is going to get worse and worse with every sip of wine. Yeah, can we get so. Jimmy some more wine? But anyway, yeah. the point is, Katie,
0: what's your thing? Like, what, what, you're, you want, you always want to be in a relationship because you love, you know, people. You're a people person. What's the thing you're trying to avoid?
2: Oh gosh, I think losing myself. What is do, that I don't... I feel like... Yeah, you want to be yourself. I'd like to be myself. I don't want to... I want to make sure that the person that I'm dating makes me better. Yeah. But at the same time is accepting and loving of who I am. And that I do the same thing for the other person. All right, that I but, love them, but I make them feel like they're better. All
0: right. But I do have to ask a tough question. We're running out of time. We no, are. No, seriously. The, and we're getting to the end. And we've had a lot of drinks.
2: Katie, <laughs> Katie, you were run
0: over by a truck. Yes. At the corner of Path and Vandervoort. It's all in your book, How, do I, How, How to Get Run Over by a Truck, a funny memoir. But... I didn't see it in the book, and you got to tell me. I'm ready. Do all your parts work? I, there, I said it. Because we're talking about dating.
2: All of my of oh, so sexual. Yeah. So my I'm I'm pretty scarred up, like yeah. that. There was a strong scar because they, you know, it was emergency surgery. So I'm cut from like all the way down. So sure. where you can be like that's the seams. Um, my all of my parts in general do work. No, but do- I've got a couple organs, or that like if I know whether or not I'll be able to have children, or. I don't care about kids. Yeah, uh, da- we already th- saved the baby. I mean, you're you only in your the baby.
0: dating. You're only in the dating. All phase. of um,
2: all of my. I mean, I came back to life, and I definitely have been able to like get back into I mean, it. So you're just you
0: back in the game. Uh,
2: back in the game.
0: Because you were talking about drinking, you were talking about dancing. You know, dancing leads to. <laughs> Am I right, Adam? If
2: you're doing it right.
1: Yeah.
0: So it all works.
2: Not, got, it all works. I got, I
0: got one last question. Well, I don't like last. In but okay. this
1: in this day and age of of healthcare reform, sure. How did you pay for all this? Like, how did that? Oh my gosh, That's a damn good question. How did that happen? How like it seems like you're in the hospital for an yeah. extremely long time. The bills have got to be piling up. What what happens in that situation? Is this are you covered?
2: I was very lucky. I was in, actually like incredibly lucky. so October second is the patron saint day. I'm Catholic, but it's patron saint day of the guardian angel. I had been working for one month. Before um, I got run over, I literally got health insurance the day before wow. at the company. Wow, that I work at. you vested,
0: wow. Anyway, and Adam's I, pouring me more wine.
2: And I was very lucky in that the company, and it was Seligman, J&W Seligman. They're no longer in existence, but they made sure to keep me covered for that entire wow. time. Wow, and. They worked tirelessly to make sure that that happened. It was unbelievable.
0: Let's give them a little plug. Yeah, They're not is. in business anymore. They're not in
2: business anymore. But, but I'd love to say thank you to Matt Witchell and. Now Colleen is it your Mansfield. fault, Wait, Matt Wichell. <laughs>
0: Matt Witchell, I know that guy.
2: Do you? Yeah, I know that guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, of course he's a good guy. Matt
0: Witchell, if you can hear the sound of my voice, let's get a beer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We'll toast. That guy. We'll toast. Listen. But yeah.
1: So that's so you were, you were covered and but there's got to be some I mean, out of pocket.
2: Now my out of pocket is ex- unfortunately like because. Um, a few of my organs don't function. I have to to pay for specialists. Wait a minute,
0: wait a minute, wait a minute. A few of your organs. How many yeah. organs do we? Adam, how many organs would you say we have? How 10? many we got? How many you got? Ten organs? How
1: many organs? Go Skin organ. counts. Go Skins and organs.
2: Skin, absolutely. That's not functioning. Okay. The way that so, I like so it what organs aren't functioning? So right now, my bladder is not functioning the way that wow. I like it to. So wow. that's a bummer. Um, mm-hmm. And my kidneys because of that. So it's like a little bit challenging. But luckily, they're not they're not functioning at full capacity. But I'm definitely doing my best.
0: Wow, bladder. If I lost the bladder, that's the end, I think.
2: Yeah.
4: I'll tell the most amazing thing about the book we were talking before the, the show started. In the green room. In the green room. It was green. <laughs> What's the most fascinating thing? It's a comedy. Yeah. And Katie was a comedy writer yep. before yep. this. I asked her, said, so were you a writer before yep. this Obviously. book ever came out? And she said, well, I mean, I, w- I wrote comedy. Well, we
0: don't, listen, we don't put untalented people on this show. We try not to.
4: I just found it fascinating that it was a, that the book is a comedy about getting run mm-hmm. over by eight wheels of a. Yeah. All right. We got to do, we got to pay a couple of bills.
0: Got to pay the bills. And then we're
4: going to come and sum it all up.
0: Jimmy, give me some, some music. Katie, you've been hit by a truck.
2: I have. <laughs> run over, actually.
0: When healthcare gets personal, you call Village Care Max. They're a Medicaid-managed long-term plan. They help you stay at home. This is for old people, Katie, but you'll get there.
2: Absolutely. Oh. Fingers crossed.
0: And in your community for as long as possible. A team of Village Care Max healthcare professionals come. They talk to your doctor. They talk to your home care people. They get the best options for you. So all you want to do is call Village Care Max at 800-469-6292. Or you can go to VillageCareMax.org. Village care Max, Vince. Live the life you
1: want to live. You're getting old. I want to live the life I want to live in. In order to live the life I want to live, you know where I go for dinner? Always Atlas, Atlas Steakhouse. Steak Listen, go online right now to AtlasSteak No, no, don't go online no, right I'm now. No, I'm telling you, you're going to lose your connection to the show. Wait a minute, and then go to. No, you do it in a new tab. Uh, Open it up in a that. new tab. You could do that. And you just go to the menu and just just you you kind of give close. me three items on the menu. You that gloss you- over the escargot. Just just. Put oh, it look your, at that escargot. There it is. If you ever hear about that snail with the sports car? Look at that escargot! <laughs> there it is. Thank you, Katie. Thank I you for like that laugh. You're getting five snails there for $11. It's a great deal. It's a great deal. You it's like cal- less than $2 a snail. Gersh, you like the calamari? I like calamari, but I wouldn't do it at Atlas. You don't like guys. the. You no, know, I would do that crab cake. Remember I had the crab cake? Oh, the crab cake. Very good crab cake. You can, you can scroll over that, take a look. They got the French onion stew, they got the lobster bisque. But tell us about the steak. I want to tell you about something from the sea, Gersh. No, nah, okay. Tuna steak. All right. Tell us about the steak. Okay. Ribeye. T-bone, porterhouse prime. Any flank on there cuz Katie likes flank? I don't Do see you like a flank. A good flank? <laughs> I see a custom a custom cut steak, that's a ribeye. They got the porterhouse. All right, let's move on. I'm going to tell you what else. No, where's the big one? There it is, the Tomahawk steak oh, prime. Yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. have a Tomahawk? It's a 48-ounce. Um, I ounce. get it
4: at Whole Foods. I bring it back. And, uh, you know what you should do?
1: Instead of going to Whole Foods, yeah. when I treat yourself, head on over to Atlas Steakhouse. There, it's the Mediterranean-style steakhouse at 943 Coney Island Avenue in up-and-coming Ditmas Park, Brooklyn. What's the All, web address? Always online at atlassteak.com. And last thing I want to tell you. You got to go to Atlas Steak. I've been there. Vince has been
0: there. You can't do it without a set of choppers. And I'm not you talking about teeth. fake teeth. I'm talking about real
1: teeth, Andrew. Real, real teeth. Mm-hmm. That's why I go to Dr. Joseph Lichter. You know he- what my dad told me about Dr. Lichter? What did he say? My whole life, all he was afraid of, his whole life. Yeah. His dad lost his teeth. I know. His I hate dad that. had I hate dentures. That. And when, when I was a kid growing up, he always said, "Listen, you got to take care of your teeth. You got to take care mm-hmm. of your, your Katie, teeth. Katie, you got to see Dr. Joseph Lichter." Katie could not get laid without that smile. She Absolutely said it before. Not.
2: It's true. It's all—it's all, it's all the smile. It's cheeks for weeks, miles for miles.
1: So, your your teeth—your teeth, your teeth got through. I don't know what that means, but I love it. Her
0: teeth got—her <laughs> teeth, right. teeth made it through. But let's talk about Dr. Lichter then, because you're gonna to want to keep that smile, right, Katie?
2: I do. Talk I Talk to it Lichter.
0: He's got a state-of-the-art office in Midwood. All you know is this: great technicians, great people, and Lichter himself, who gives you Invisalign, which usually costs five thousand, you get it for four thousand. Porcelain veneers, which Katie doesn't need yet. Yet. Usually $1,000, $675 at Lichter. All you gotta do is go in there and mention Brooklyn Paper Radio or call 718-339-7878. Set up an appointment, 1420 Avenue P in Midwood. You go online, Joseph Lichter, a DDS, a dot com. Love it. All right, we've paid the bills. We have.
2: We gotta get out. Can nice. I say something before we go? Before no. I know that you guys are the bosses of the show. All right, we are in
4: charge. We'll allow it. You I'll allow bosses, it. You were run over by a truck. I was. I'll allow I know. It.
2: And I will tell you, the only reason why is because having the champagne and being from Red, White, and Bubbly is incredible. But my father used to say, every, he bought cases of champagne after my accident and would keep it in the house. Mm-hmm. And we were never champagne people, but we were very fancy. But every time that anyone would come over, he would open up a bottle. It didn't matter if it was 7 a.m. <laughs> on a, literally on a Tuesday or if it was- it's Five o'clock somewhere. Exa- absolutely. All day, every. Day and he would open it up and he I'd be still like in my hospital bed and could barely lift my hand to my to my mouth but he would open it up and pour glasses and he would look to everybody and raise his glass and say life is the celebration I am. so thank you all oh, so I much. love for this them. guy? Wait a minute, I, wh- where's your dad now? Is he in Brooklyn? He's not. He's actually in Manchester, Vermont. He's I'd retired like to, there, but he's a gem.
0: You're gonna give me his number because I go to Vermont will. a lot. I love that guy. Yeah. All right. The reason Katie's even talking like that is she wrote a book a memoir of her experience getting run over by a truck, which is called How to Get Run Over by a Truck. And it's not one of those dour, sad stories about people who live in pain and have anguish. You got anguish. I got some anguish. You got demons.
2: I got some demons.
0: But the book is funny. It'll teach you about life. It'll teach you about how to break up with someone who's too good to you. (laughs) <laughs> it'll teach you about a doctor who says you'll never walk again, and you call, you look him in the eye and you say, you know what, doctor? I call you Doctor Douchebag. I do.
2: Mm-hmm. And it'll teach you about
0: it'll teach you about cycling in the city. I'll tell you Absolutely. that much. Absolutely. And now we're joined by Adam Goldstein and Andrew Lurie of Red, White and Bubbly, a great wine store on Fifth Avenue in Park And you know the Halloween parade is coming. Andrew, you're going to recycle that costume where you have the uh, Satan's penis coming out
3: of your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> No,
0: I that's think an I've inside been, joke for anybody in Park Slope remembers that was Andrew that we call that a green room joke
3: for something new I have to figure it out <laughs> okay <laughs> Halloween you'll want to
0: go to Red White and Bubbly all year long but the parade is coming and I'm listen I gotta tell you something this is I know we're drinking wine and it's great wine mm-hmm. from Red White and Bubbly's incredible. new Hearts of Brooklyn series right, right am, am I right about that
3: sparkling is total yep. killer
0: I don't love sparkling wine, but anyway, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, play us out, but, don't, but do it slow, because i got a little bit of a lead in Maybe,
1: Maybe use the smooth sounds. You want the smooth use the smooth sounds. sounds. Use, use the smooth the sound sounds. at Brook and Paper Radio. Okay. We're gonna he's got to find it. There yes. it
0: is. As I said, I'm Gersh Kuntzman of the New York Daily News, and I'm drinking wine with Adam Goldstein and Andrew Lurie of Red, White, and Bubbly, and I'm getting to know a new friend, Katie McKenna, who wrote the book, How to Get Run Over by a Truck. It's a how-to book. And I've had some wines. And <laughs> a how not to book, Vince. Oh, and I... No, no. You just ruined the whole mood. And I'm drinking some wine, having some fun, and saying to Vince, look, Vince, you're a handsome man. Thank and you. And that is not the wine talking. <laughs> and I'm Gersh Kuzman of the New York Daily News for Brooklyn Paper Radio, thanking our guests, L'chaim. <laughs> We're all raising a glass. We're all <laughs> raising a glass. <laughs> you, <laughs> Thank there <it> you. <laughs> Join um, us next week on Brooklyn Paper Radio from Brooklyn Paper Building. All right, take it Yo, easy.
3: Gersh, can I say one, like, oh, Andrew's going to say one more thing. Hurry up. Uh, You know, about my great nose, I have to thank my gr- maternal grandmother because <laughs> <laughs> the great nose came from that. We're done. We're done. We're done. Good night, everybody. Good night. He's got a nose. All right. Hey, Katie, I
0: want this book.